0: on radio on radio more of the good stuff
1: welcome back to the good stuff cliff central's very own happy hour with myself Brent lindicue the good things guy it's um so this morning's been pretty crazy i've been up since 4 a.m uh, i did I did a stint on Gareth Cliffs show uh, where we spoke about the CEO Sleep Art and the amazing work that uh, that they 're doing and we 're doing and everybody that 's involved. Kerry is doing something in the background um, we 're on Facebook Live, which is which is what we do at the start of the show to let you know what's coming up. So if you're viewing now, you can also go visit www.cliffcentral.com, uh, to tune in with what's going on. Um, so yeah, I was up at four. I did Gareth Cliff show. Just, just. 20 minutes with Ben and, and Mabale which was pretty cool and then straight after that I went into Unbranded with Rianette where we spent a whole hour talking about me so I feel like I've so just you've
2: done like a relay
1: oh okay I feel like I've, <laughs> I've sort of outspoken myself today
2: are you tired yet
1: I am much man
2: why can't I hear myself
1: no, well, that's because your voice is a little bit funny and we need to turn your headphones up. Thank so <laughs> it's Tuesday and there's so much going on. Um, I mean, we've got Oscar Pistorius' trial, which went live last week. We've got uh, General Cloudy, which is oh causing the SABC to almost have a blackout. And then we also have President Zuma, who was told to pay back a little bit of money and South Africa's gone. No, um, I promise you, this is my promise, I'm not going to talk about any of that cock. It's, it's not what we're about. Kerry, is that what we're about? No. That's not what we're about. We're about the good stuff. It's Cliff Central's very own happy hour, and it could be your happy hour as well if you tune in. Um, the weekly show, we come to you every week. We bring you good news, inspirational stories, really kick-ass interviews with cool people that are making a difference. And this week is no different. This week, we've got uh, Kerry and myself, which will bring you the high five, the good stories for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Kerry's been trolling the internet to find them. <laughs> So we'll bring those to you. Uh, we've also got Andy from www.forgood.co.za. It sounds like I'm punting a website, and that's because I am. They're pretty incredible. They're going to tell us how we can help on Mandela Day to get involved, make a difference, change one thing, all of those good things. Uh, and then we've also got Jason English for the CEO Sleepout. I'm quite excited because Jay and I, I've known him for years and years and years and years and years from past life where I used to race cars. Race cars? I used to race cars.
2: Like real cars. Uh,
1: Formula 3.
2: You lie.
1: I am, not only am I a radio host on Tuesdays, but I Look also, at that, hey? I Known also used many to race race cars. Huh. Say so, what? That's Can what we go driving? It. Um, not so much anymore oh. we're not allowed on Kalami Army anymore they've now just become all about Porsche but maybe on another race track but
2: it's okay I know people
1: I know people too <laughs> who knows uh, this is all about the good stuff we want you to get involved with the conversation please uh, you can tweet us at Com or myself Brent Lindekew. you can send WeChat messages the WeChat screen is right here or you can give us a call on 0861 555 189. This is cliffcentral.com, yo. Um, so this is about to make a noise again. Do you remember last time? I, yes. I ended my Facebook Live, <laughs> and then it started having me talk in the background. No, we sorted it out. We're absolutely cool. Kerry, Yeah. How's things going? What's going on with your voice?
2: I don't know. Yesterday, I had so many meetings, and then, my goodness, by last night, I was like,
1: oh, no. Okay, so my question to you, and it's a it's a relevant one, so don't judge me. But I
2: never judge anybody. Were you, were
1: you screaming in the meetings?
2: No. You know what? I think it was as well. I was an album launch on Friday nights, and it was a freezing.
0: Oh, wow. It was in
2: David Bailey Art Gallery in Norwood. Okay. And it's like this through draft. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, it's so cold in here. When is this thing going to It was really amazing. Um. But it was cold.
1: Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because you had two other things that you went to last week. There was oh, yes. the Cup of a Cancer mm-hmm. and the pause of Us, right? Yes. What is that?
2: So Cup of a Cancer was the week before last. Mm-hmm. And um, that was launching Cup of a Cancer. So what people usually do is uh, they have tea parties and fundraisers to raise money for um, the Cancer Association. And they've got this new thing now that instead of having a huge Cup of a Cancer event, you can actually just buy a cancer it's a cup, it's a teacup. Some of them come with a with a spoon, but it's really cute and it's got a little heart and a teacup and everything on it. And that can be your cup of a cancer It's fifty Rand and all proceeds go to Cancer Association. That's very cool. Um and their mobile clinics. Very Which cool. we know they um go into um informal settlements, underprivileged areas and they test people.
1: Man, listen, I'm, can you keep your voice like this? I'm just sitting here listening to you.
2: Is it like you? Rem- super it's sexy? It's
1: raspy. You rem- <laughs> you, re- you remind me of like a Nicole Fox. Maybe. I know,
2: it must stay like this. Every time this happens, I'm like, please stay, please stay. <laughs> <laughs> even <And> even <laughs> your laugh,
1: raspy, Kerry. Look at the lines. Calm are, yourself,
2: the, calm yourself. The lines right? are going crazy. People are calling in. They want to,
1: they want to speak to raspy, Kerry.
2: Hi, welcome to... Uh, Okay, it's, no, not, no, one of, it's not, one <laughs> not one of it's those shows. It's all about the good stuff. And then there's Paws or Us, which is, um, uh, a lot of people don't know that animals get cancer as well. And what usually happens is they, um, they detect it too late, but they also, it's the same with, with people. Um, they also go through treatments.
1: Okay. So I don't, I don't want anybody to hold this like my word to this because I, I don't know if this is a hundred percent true. Mm. So let's not judge me or hold this to what I'm saying but we we heard from a friend of ours a couple of years ago that we shouldn't be feeding our animals um the cube food like no. the like the, the food that you buy in packets and I was like but it's dog food like they they must make and then my friend said to me Read the back
0: mm-hmm.
1: of a bag of like an expensive dog food. Yes. And please name one ingredient that you actually know what it is. And I went into the back and I couldn't find anything. And that was about two years ago. And since then we've pre-cooked all of our animals food. Yes. So that they eat. I, if, if I wouldn't eat it.
2: Then why should they?
1: Correct. So we, we eat the same. No, I don't, they don't eat it off the table, but they just eat. And yes. I can tell you it's cheaper.
2: It is cheaper. It's cheaper. Much cheaper. A lot more work. Yes.
1: But it's cheaper. And but they're your family. And then, you know, you don't have that thing where you, they might get cancer.
2: Exactly. So, that I mean, it was an educational launch as well. So, um, people were, I mean, they, they launched the whole thing. And um, the lady that runs it actually got cancer herself. Do you remember when we were invited to the first one? Yes. And they canceled it. Yes. She had to go for her treatments and stuff. So, that's why... It was postponed. So she's doing this for animals now. They're having an event again at the end of July in four ways where they're going to be... Um, you can bring your dogs, your animals, your cats, whatever. It's going to be a fun day. And they're going to be raising um, money for um, cancer research and stuff. They had two dogs there. It was heartbreaking, actually. And you can adopt dogs.
1: I love the stuff that you do. You always... <laughs> You always you show face for the good stuff, which uh, thank you for that.
2: Okay, well we had events on at the same like the I same know. time, so I, I was know. like, I was you know for the team.
1: I went. Uh, we we launched the empathy book uh, yes. last week Thursday, which, oh, wow. So this photographer Debbie, I'm going to say her surname wrong, so I'm going to say Yaznik. I think um, she, incredible photographer, South African photographer. Mm. She spent a whole long time creating this project where she was highlighting homelessness by telling stories. The pictures are amazing of these these human beings. Of, it's humans of South Africa. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like humans of New York. Humans of South Africa. And their stories are written in the book. In it's raw and unedited. So
2: she goes in and she interviews them. Like a she spends time with them. There was
1: like hundred and fifty in the book. The book's oh. actually in the. It's there. It's sitting on the table down there. That's uh, amazing. In, in the lounge, so you, we'll look at it afterwards because mm. it is. It's quite inspirational. It's quite a wow. wow and that's wow. what she
2: did. She spent time with homeless. When people. you
1: when you see this book, you might cry. Kerry likes to cry. Um.
2: I don't like to cry. It just happens.
1: <laughs> raspy, Gary. Raspy, Gary. <laughs> and then also, I got to do really cool stu- stuff last week where um, I did three separate talks. The one all over
2: w- the place. And your pictures sh- were amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, George is amazing. I know. It's beautiful. Not George. The, oh, I'm sure George the person is amazing. But George in fan court. <laughs> I flew. So, we didn't speak about this because I, we we're all about the good stuff. But mm. two weeks ago, I flew down to Cape Town and, and I nearly died on the plane. What? What? We, we hit a, a, a weird ship. Oh yeah, it took you like wind. two,
2: it took you six hours to get to Cape Town. Seven and a
1: half hours to get to Cape Town. So we, we got to Cape Town. We tried to land. We nearly crashed. There were people oh, screaming on the plane and word. crying. And there was even a woman praying. The, 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 the crash sort of, we didn't really crash, but that moment lasted for about 10 minutes where the plane was shaking plane in every direction. We were lifting off our seats.
2: Um. That's quite like... That's not funny. And at, it, at the
1: time, it was wasn't it funny. It was so <laughs> scary. They tried to land twice. We couldn't land. We had to circle above, you know, and then eventually we flew to George and we landed in George and then waited an hour and a half and then flew Was that
2: ba- because of the weather?
1: Because of the weather. Not the um, plane. Flew back to Cape Town, landed, and, and I was pretty freaked out. Like, it was...
2: Probably uh, didn't want to get back on the plane.
1: You know me so well. So, in order, <laughs> in order to get me back to Johannesburg... Uh, the flight back to Johannesburg on the Monday, I had to have a bit of tequila before I climbed on the plane because I was just too scared, so that was mm-hmm. fine. Getting tequila back was cool makes you happy It was cool and then Friday afternoon by myself. On a plane.
2: Oh no. To
1: George. Um I was quite afraid, uh but I survived.
2: <laughs> I was quite afraid. Quite afraid.
1: Um the flight mm. wasn't actually bad. It wasn't bad. I, I survived and it was cool and I got to George and then I pulled into George and I was staying in the fan courts because I was Beautiful. speaking speaking of the George Welfare Association. Mm. What a incredible bunch of people. How
2: were those people? Weren't wasn't, wasn't it ladies?
1: Four hundred and ninety-nine ladies and me.
2: Woohoo! How
1: was it? It was lovely. I got to meet really cool people doing really amazing work in that. And side do of they world. all
2: come from George?
1: All from George. Different corporates, different individuals. They all just support the George Welfare Association. Um, and yeah, man, I I really got to meet amazing people. I'm gonna be going back to George. I think. I want
2: to go to George. Come I've with never me. Been to George. You and I. You and I
1: can go on the good stuff tour. Yes. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> We're
2: going to George, and then you won't be flying by yourself. Yeah. No.
1: No, look, I'm okay with flying because I flew back. And, and was,
2: everything's okay now. Everything's
1: okay. I'm good with flying over. again. Just don't give me any of that uh, almost near-death stuff. <laughs> the other thing I want to talk about, which is hugely controversial in South Africa at the mm. moment, yesterday, it was all over your social media. If you didn't oh, see my it... my actual word. Yeah. I was
2: so angry at the end of it. I'm like, am I supposed to be angry? <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah,
1: no, we're on the same path. So yesterday, a, picture, a couple of pictures went viral of a trailer driving around... Around the northern suburbs of Johannesburg, advertising a dog fight between Nitro and Thor, and it you looked had
2: like something out of EFC.
1: It was well, that's the, they An kind EFC of mixed advert. up the EFC yeah. advert for the two dogs. And if you went to the website, you could sign up to learn more about the uh, about the dog fight. Uh, if you phoned oh. the number, it went to a voice mailbox, and the country was in uproar. Everybody was talking about how crazy it is, and how bad it is, and how terrible it is, and then. The NSPCA, which is the national SPCA, mm-hmm. uh, admitted at about three o'clock yesterday afternoon that it was their marketing campaign.
2: How does it make you feel? That's what it said across the thing. It's like, how does it make you feel now? Okay,
1: but here's my here's my thing. So the, the whole country is on a fence about how they feel about this. Yes, it made people outraged. Yes, people got involved with the conversation. Yes, nothing else happened because yeah. there was no follow through. Mm-hmm. So if... You had have hired me, an SPCA. I would have told you, most probably for free and for nothing, that that fake website that you set up should have led you straight to an anti-dog informational website exactly. where you could sign up to support the anti-dog like fighting petition. petition. And the telephone number that <laughs> we they know had, you
2: and your
1: petition. <laughs> I've I made one this morning. Um, <laughs> the the number that they had on the billboard should have gone straight to a donation hotline. It, like that no, would have been follow through. They, no, they didn't it didn't. Really. And and I've... They had
2: I, no strategy at all.
1: So the country's on the fence and, and I'm sure we'll hear what people feel about it later. Cool, you created awareness. Please tell me what you're going to do now because it better be something amazing. That's and, all I'm saying. Um,
2: what was I going to say as well?
1: I don't That's know, Rosby. What were you going to say?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone, one of, my, one of my friends put up on his... Um, Twitter, he said, guys, please, we were waiting for something to actually happen because um, that's like someone putting up a huge billboard, uh, advertising meth cooking glasses, like who would do it? (laughs) Are you joking? Are you joking? Yeah, are you joking? Like, joking are you Brent. gonna, are you gonna put that up on a sign?
1: Did you see the billboard? Do you know what we're talking about. Head over to cliffcentral.com on Twitter or Brent Lindicue or Kerry Stain. Let us know what you feel about this bloody dog fighting. <laughs> um, do you agree with the way the NSPCA dealt with it or do you feel that it was st- sort of distasteful i did a poll on twitter which got like 150 people that voted and it seems 50 50 split it seemed like people are sort of on literally on the fence yeah. so tell us how, how you feel um while you're doing that we're gonna stop and just bring you some good news yo it is the good stuff right yes okay so every week kerry and i we search we trawl we hunt uh, and we find the top five trending good news stories, and we bring them to you so that you can know what to talk about when you're at the dinner table or the water cooler.
2: Uh huh. Okay, so my <laughs> iPad, my iPad just had a bit of a glitch.
1: Sorry, Kerry's iPad is a bit raspy like her voice. So we're going to move into Kerry. Are you with us?
2: Yes, I'm right here.
1: What do we have at number five?
2: <laughs> S-A-B-C-C-O, Jimmy Matthews quits as he believes what is happening with regards to censorship is wrong.
1: We spoke about this last week, right? I
2: know, and the reason that I put this up because t- tell, we,
1: t- let's unpack this
2: because um, we always speak about doing what's what's right and what's like what's good, and this is right what he's done. But hearing today how everybody is attacking him,
1: it's it's, it's pretty sad.
2: I'm like I don't know, I don't know. Like he, he did what was right. Because um, obviously he studied journalism, and journalism is like the truth. Exactly the
1: truth. What's pretty? What's pretty? I mean, he's given up his his money. Yeah, he everything, was, he was life. He was the acting CEO, yeah. which means that he's taken a big chunk of his salary and he's gone, actually, money is not good enough. Yeah. I'm not standing for this. I will stand up for what's right and this is not right. If you're going to censor South Africa, you're going to do it without me.
2: And that's the right thing to do. I agree with you. And there were apparently a whole lot of journalists that were sending him emails because they're freaking out about what's happening because what does that do to their positions? And okay, their so jobs?
1: Jimmy Matthews, we respect you and we honour you and I would be privileged if you would join the good stuff team where we can bring relevant news that is also good stuff. <laughs> we we would be honored. You're
2: invited to you're invited <laughs> to the good stuff.
1: If you know, I, c- I can't pay you what you used to earn, but. And
2: I don't usually put things in about politics. We can show you
1: that. a good time. Yes. yes and we well can. done. Well done. Um, he actually tweeted a letter, which we've got a link yes, to the article, yeah. which you guys can go look at. We'll put that up online so you can see it. Um, we don't want to give you all the information because that would. Go suck.
2: read. Go, go read.
1: Read a little bit. What hmm. do we have in number four?
2: DNA Journey. New video has a beautiful message about diversity that we should all watch.
1: Did you cry?
2: Oh, you know it. You know it. <laughs> Very proud of their origins. 67 people decided to take a DNA test, but they get the shock of their lives. They've called it the DNA journey.
1: So, if you watch the video, because there's a video attached to this yeah. where, where they've taken this like test or whatever, and they.
2: It like brings up your family tree in a way. Like where you come from.
1: It's. So. The people are quite rude actually in the yeah. beginning. The the one guys like I'm English mate like you yeah, screw those Never Serbians. mind he
2: was like you could probably come from the Khoisan family in Africa. Exactly. Your grandparents. Exactly. So
1: <laughs> so all these people have these about who they are and their origins and and where they come from and then at the end of the video they take the DNA test and the DNA test shows that we're all connected we all come from different parts of the world
2: back to life I mean brings them down to reality like back to reality
1: and then Mm. those those People, the, the judges or whatever they want to call them, they they go. It's almost like we're all cousins. Yes. And the girl goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I totally get it. I'm quite freaked out, and I can't believe yeah. that I'm part African, part mm-hmm. American, mm-hmm. part Yugoslavian. And then he goes, in actual fact, out of everybody that took this test, you really do have a cousin here. And then they connect her with her Your real cousin. cousin. It was epic. It is just, it's an incredible video. We're going to post that up online so you can cry like Kerry because um, that's how we roll.
2: <laughs> I, I'm sure I'll get to, I, I'll never get to that stage. I'll never get to a stage where I don't cry, okay? And if I do, then um, maybe you need to look for a new co-host.
1: Actually, I'm with you on that. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you because on that. Because then
2: that just means that I have no more soul. And no more feelings. And no more heart.
1: No, we need you with the soul, man.
2: (laughs) I'll go be living in a box somewhere. Ah. So, the next one. Celebrities have released an emotional plea against the brutal torture of dogs in China. A whole host of Hollywood celebrities have released an emotional plea against the brutal torture of dogs in China. Oh, my actual word. Did you see that guy? And there was a video of a guy literally going in and stealing dogs and running away. They were they were rescuing the dogs.
1: Yeah, it was epic. It was epic. So I mean, what happened? What happens over there is entrenched in mm. who they are. Yeah, and it's it's what they've they done. They don't for believe years.
2: that they they're doing anything wrong.
1: Well, it's, so it's think, a festival. Think think. I don't know. I don't even if I can say this is the same. I feel like I'm being. Controversial, but I'm trying not to. But if you think about a vegetarian, yes, I mean they must look at us like savages, yeah. So it's in the same light, Mm -hmm. and and there's people that are stopping it,
2: and these people still don't know what's going on, and they still don't understand. But they steal people's dogs because some of the people in China actually have dogs as pets.
1: No, see, I can't do. I you can't you can't have double standards.
2: And they go and they steal other people's. No, they. No, those are their pets. But then do, they, do they still,
1: do you, if that's your pet, if you have a poodle as a pet, are you eating pit bull for lunch? Like, I need to understand. <laughs> you can't have double standards.
2: I don't know. It's just wrong. Can you research is that, just, maybe? I'm going to, but that is so bad. I didn't think of it that way.
1: It's, you know.
2: I've got my chihuahua, but. Uh, <laughs> when, I was young, when I
1: was younger, my dad, as a I don't know why he did this, um, but he got us a, a pet pig. Uh, I love pigs yeah you know he was amazing he was supposed to be what they call the Chinese pig when we were younger and they now call him like teacup Pigs yes. or whatever, and he brought and then
2: sometimes you get a surprise because they turn into this massive pot potbelly. Well, like here's my here's horse.
1: my story. I'm <laughs> packing as we talk, so he brought home this teacup pot, whatever it was, a little teacup pig, teacup pig, yeah. and um, oh, it's
2: so cute. We called him Hamlet. Yeah. He was
1: absolutely adorable. He Hammy. was he was this big, and he was um, he had black fur, but the fur is hard. Yeah. it's like it's like.
2: It looks nice from far. It's but like it gut. Yeah, it feels like horrible. gut.
1: And he had a mohawk that ran <laughs> from here How all cute. the way down. And we didn't shave him like that. It was natural. Yeah. So he was like a ball. And um, not like boring, but like yeah, a ball. Like a ball. And, and he, really he, he grew.
2: And he probably didn't stop and growing. He and he grew.
1: And he grew. And he, and he grew and he grew and he grew and he grew and he grew. Until he was as big as this table. And when I say this table, I mean your desk that you're sitting at right now.
2: He's And he, he probably wanted to eat you.
1: Never. He was so adorable. I used to lay on his big fat belly in the sun and he was adorable. Did really, he live in the house. No, he lived outside. But
0: that's a good the thing.
1: point that I'm making is that when we had Hamlet and that was a good he six years of my pork life. And ham. No pork, no ham, no none he of that can, in the house. Ever.
2: Yeah, you see. Because then you're eating his family.
1: So we decided not to.
2: And now do you eat bacon?
1: Is Hamlet listening? No. Well, then yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. What do no, have? Like, that's like eating a meal of meat in front of a vegetarian. It um, just seems wrong.
1: We're not going to do that because it's rude. What do we have at number two?
2: <laughs> I'm going to get her surname wrong, I think. Nisha, a real-life African hero, has just joined the top 200 young South African alumni. Nisha is a 23-year-old blogger and aspiring philanthropist living in South Africa who just happens to have cerebral palsy.
1: So uh, Nisha is probably listening because she listens to our show every, every week. week. And I just want to say Nisha that hey. we are hey 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 <laughs> we are so incredibly proud of you and the work that you do for South Africa. Um, you have never ever ever let just even a day pass by without being the incredible human you are and continually and giving positive. back oh she's so positive man she uh, so online if you if you speak to nisha or if you see her blog or if you follow her you would never think no, that she had cerebral palsy. but this
2: is what i said to you a couple of weeks ago and you actually brought to my attention, I said that there was this person that follows up us every single week. And then you told me the story.
1: She's absolutely phenomenal. And, and she's made it her life's work.
2: And I have a lot of respect for you now, like more than what I did before. Because wow. like, she shared our stories and everything. And now I'm like, yay, there she is. So she... And I get sad if I don't hear. Yeah, I see.
0: You yeah, we, <laughs> we need
1: to keep sharing the stuff, Nisha, because we... Uh, we love you. You're
0: amazing.
1: She's taken it upon and made it her life's work to give back and to to give people things that she is not going to have in her life. Mm. So currently she's running a smile campaign yeah. uh, for the Smile Foundation where they, they fix cleft palates and, and really help kids in need who are underprivileged and don't have the money for that. Mm. And um, she's raising bucket loads of money.
2: Yes. Good job. She's
1: amazing. And yeah, we just we amazing. take our hat off to you. And, and thank
2: you for listening to our show.
1: And we're excited that you're part of the top 200 young South Africans. That's yes. full and cool. Well and done. Congratulations. We're going to post uh, that story online so that you can pick up and follow her blog and really get to know her because she's a phenomenal human being. What do we have at number one?
2: I'm probably going to get this name wrong as well. This is it Chauncey's Chance? Do
1: it. I want to hear you get it wrong.
2: Chauncey's Chance. Is that how you say it?
1: Well, his name is Chauncey.
2: No, but I'm, so, I'm sure you say Chauncey. See si. Chance. A chance. <laughs> a chance encounter gives a hungry teen new life in random act of kindness. So a sixteen year old asked a stranger at a Kroger grocery store to buy him and his mother some food in exchange for carrying the man's groceries to his car. The random act of kindness will tug at your heartstrings. Did I cry?
1: you almost did uh you need not now
2: i did yesterday
1: oh you must probably (laughs) watch the video so how crazy right in south africa we see this all the time where people carrying our groceries and do stuff in america it's not so much they don't do that it's it's not part of what they do but this kid was like please i'll carry your groceries if you can just help me my mom's disabled i need to give her some food we need food i'm starving and this guy gave him money then recorded a little video Mm Did a GoFundMe page? I'd actually be very interested to see where the what Go, it is now. What it is now because it was three
2: hundred thousand dollars. Do you know GoFundMe. how much that is in rand? That is massive. It's like so
1: five million rand.
2: I know.
1: This kid, they they managed in the space of like twenty four hours. I I I'm not going to say I hate, but it annoys me how Americans are able to do this. They rally together just to make really big money. You and know, then it's, it just grows. It's sitting on $300,000, which is 5 million rand that they've and raised for this shares? kid and his mom. It's going to change that kid's life.
2: It's like 9,000 shares.
1: Good grief. <laughs>
2: 9,600.
1: That's amazing.
2: It's, it's really crazy. cool.
1: I love random kindness. I love seeing good news. I love good news stories. That's what do we're more, about, right? Do more. Do more. Do more.
2: people must do more.
1: And that's what we ask for. Yes. So, Kerry gets to read through 20 stories a week at least. How many do you go through? No, there's more than 20. We do like and 20 then a day. Like,
2: there's different categories. There's people, there's fun, there's entertainment, there's like politics. I have to go through all of these things.
1: Positive. Home, Did people, you say politics? Politics. That's a red. No, we need to call it politics.
2: No, 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 but I'm saying like people. So if, if it's politic, politics, politics.
1: Pol- positive politics. And
2: you would have been like, what's going on with your um, pronunciation there with your raspy voice? <laughs> people wouldn't have understood. So you say it's.
1: I'll say politics. <laughs> so uh I'm introducing something new that we're gonna bring every week at about half past. Um I we're not about music on the good stuff, but there's always good stuff happening. And we posted a video a couple of weeks ago where Pharrell Williams went into a um it was like a school yeah. that he went into and there were six or seven people that were all part of this music school that were producing music and doing all sorts of stuff and uh, And he listened to them and he critiqued them. He was like, oh, no, your bass is wrong and oh, you, know, you need to put a clap in here and oh, your chorus is terrible and the one girl who he listened to, her name is Maggie Rogers, um, she sat next to him and the conversation that they had was so fluid. When they were talking, it was just so easy. It was really just, quite spectacular Mm. and then she played her song and she sort of just sat there bouncing to her song and Pharrell gave like a double take he kept on looking at her like am I being punked like her music is epic and at the end of the song he asked her a couple of questions about sort of where she'd grown up and she's got this amazing story that she was abandoned and she traveled for a bit and she was always into folk music but then she somehow found house and it was really an incredible story and he said to her that song is perfect. It's
2: perfection. I loved when you bring all this new stuff.
1: It's perfection. And um, and she then, she'd never been on the internet. Uh, she became a viral sensation thanks to to her little interview and her time spent with Pharrell Williams. Her song's been downloaded over 50 million times, what? from what I understand. 50 million? It's just, it, it's insane. Okay, and
2: so when you go over 1 million, YouTube pays you what? Is it fifty cents? No,
1: well now she's on iTunes.
2: Yeah, because I think it's like fifty cents or one dollar.
1: And I want you to hear the song because it's this is my song, and we're going to be bringing you terrific tunes every week. This is the good stuff on Clash Central. Choice. Sometimes you have it, and sometimes you don't. Auto Trader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare,
3: and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. Auto Trader New Car. The choice is yours.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to the good stuff. I'm busy getting sidetracked. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that song just blew me away. Mm. It is quite spectacular. She's quite talented. She's quite young. uh, anyway, every week we got really incredible uh, interviews that we do because we're all about the good stuff and sharing the good stuff and bringing you really cool stories. And this week is no different. We have been punting this a lot. It's not because... It's not because it, it's, it's terrible. It's because we want you guys to get involved and it's really important. Um, Cliff Central is spearheading the CEO Sleepout Sympathy Sleepout, uh, which is happening across South Africa, all over the place. And this week is no different. We're going to be interviewing someone who's gotten involved with the CEO Sleepout. Um, his name is Jason English. He's the CEO of Pro Mac. Um, and actually, I, I mean, I touched on it a little while ago. I've known him for years and years and years and years and years.
4: We used to race together. And when I say race together, he used to win. Well, you, you used to race, but, uh, yeah, uh, probably you never, uh, you never won anything, Brent. <laughs> How's it going? No, fantastic, fantastic. Great to be on the show and, uh, yeah, really excited. It's cool to have you here and, uh,
2: Another racer.
4: Another racer. Kerry's quite excited. <laughs> little, little
1: raspy Kerry. Um, we, so, I touched on it. We've known each other for many, many years. Um, I never knew that you actually owned a company because we didn't really talk about work.
4: What the hell is ProMac? Yeah, so look, I guess um, uh, Promax, uh, it's part of a company called the CG Energy Group um, and it's it's an established contractor that provides a range of structural, mechanical, electrical instrumentation and piping solutions to a variety of industrial processing plants. So, you know, the big chemicals, oil and gas, mining, power and energy. Um, yeah, we've got an incredible team. Uh, we've built a reputation uh, that around sound delivery of, of project solutions to clients. And uh, our employees collectively have worked globally in more than 20 countries. You were just saying, because I, I remember that you used to live exclusively in Secunda and you used to drive up to come and race on the weekends and stuff. You're now all over the place. Yeah, so look, I mean, we've grown quite nicely. It's been a good little story. Uh, we've opened up in the Middle East and uh, we've got quite a few projects out in Africa. And we've expanded largely across uh, the across the entire South African uh Against, across the entire South Africa So I think it's been, a, it's been a nice little journey for us And it's definitely come a long way Since the days of racing cars For, for real
2: And he keeps I- referring to it as little yeah I no. Yeah well little.
4: I mean, look you know we're we're still probably baby when we compare to our competitors who okay. are who are big large listed organisations but uh, yeah I think we're we're quite compet- competitive and uh, yeah we're doing Not a so good little. job. Mm-hmm. And this year you've you've joined onto this. Were you, were you part of the CEO sleepout last year?
1: That's correct, Jason. Okay so
4: you there. were part of it as last year as well. Yeah I I'm was. I'm excited to chat about that. I was that probably thing. one of the youngest guys there I think. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean for your company to be part of the CEO sleepout? So look I mean I think it's always an awesome experience. Um, you know, for me personally, to be part of any initiatives that support uh, the the, need, the needy, um, I believe there's sort of three factors that uh, makes one complete as an individual, wealth, freedom, and meaning. Um, and I guess uh, for me personally, I fill my meaning box uh, through initiatives like these. And uh, as for Promac, we're constantly striving to support underprivileged um And local communities where we operate. And this year is particularly exciting because the focus is on education. So I said this in the previous radio interviews, uh, you know, I believe people also need three factors to be employable. You'll notice I live my life in triangles. Um, One is uh, some form of education, two is ambition or drive, and three is the willingness to learn from others. Uh, The last two are up to the individual, but education costs money, which not everybody has. And uh, by doing this initiative, I guess we're doing our small part for creating a better South Africa. I also have around 50 staff that will be sleeping on the roof of our offices to support me. Um, so this will be a very meaningful experience for me this year, I think. Wow. So so that's the thing that we're spearheading at, at
1: Cliff Central is the sympathy sleepout. And a lot of people are like, oh, what the hell is sympathy sleepout? I'm not quite understanding. But you've just hit the nail on the head. So you're going out to the bridge and you're going to be sleeping on the bridge.
4: And your staff are all going to be sleeping out at your offices. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's quite ironic because we're actually opening our new head office in uh, this month in July. And, um, so it's going to be quite a, quite an awesome event, I think on the roof of our new building. Very cool. Where is that new building? Uh, that'll be based out in Secunda. Very cool. And it's almost like your
1: staff. I mean, we don't, I hate this word, but it's a team building because they're all going to be there that night together, um, supporting the, the cause, supporting as a company. It is very cool. You
4: said you did this last year. What advice do you have for the guys that are doing it this year? So, look, I think last year they probably got it slightly wrong. I don't think we hit the coldest night, even though it was pretty cold. I think this year they've probably hit the nail on the head. So, um, it's going to be super last cold. was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be super cold this year. Um, you know, my advice is dress warm. Be open-minded about the evening. Uh, there was a lot of... Uh, a criticism last year with regards to how the event was dressed in glamour, et cetera. But, <clears throat> you know, I guess that was at the, at the beginning of the night. And, and when the fun sort of dies down, I think that the perception sort of change, you know, there's no amount of clothing that'll make comfort of a cold floor um, yeah. or an ice block rather. Um, I think that this year will be super special because of the inclusion of the scholars and the students. Um, and I think that we as CEOs have a unique opportunity this year to interact with those scholars and students and, and just understand from our, the youth of our country about the challenges that they see, the possible solutions that they have to some of the issues and just, you know, a whole lot to discuss these amongst each other. Um, I think it's going to be the most powerful experience come the 28th of July. So there's two things that I want to touch on there. The first being, um, I've managed to speak to a lot of CEOs in the,
1: in the last couple of weeks. And one of the biggest things that has come out is that you don't actually sleep
4: on the night. Did you sleep on the night? Look, uh, so, sleep. so, you try and sleep yeah. <laughs> um and I guess that was really the reality uh it's It's not something that you you know you don't have a comfortable bed um mm-hmm. so yes, even though it was this uh this awesome event, I think when you tried to lie down on a hard surface, uh, there's no comfort in it, so um I managed to probably get about an hour and a half. Um, it was uh, pretty lucky, I guess. But I actually stole one of the benches, so I was probably slightly better <laughs> off. <laughs> a thief, which uh, is, uh, you know, we, uh, well, that's, not, how, they, we, that's
1: we don't, how they do it. We don't judge. Yeah, uh, we don't judge.
2: That's how you do it on the streets.
1: Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on is completely gone over my head. No, it hasn't. So. Uh, the whole point of the sleep out, and it was a lot of criticism that came after the sleep out last year, is that it's not building this homelessness. And CEOs are not really ex- experiencing homelessness because it's uh, glamorous and, and, and. Um, and I just, to iron that out, I need to mm. explain, it's the first year that I've been a part of it. and And the biggest thing that I think people don't understand... Is that the sleep out was born from a CEO who was sick of going to gala dinners and mm-hmm. sponsoring money. Because that's, yeah. that's what normally happens. Yeah. Come to a gala dinner, sit, eat a cool meal, um, and then hand over your money and walk away. Which would be all fair and dandy. But he decided because his kids were doing all these sleep outs in that's the Australian true. schools mm-hmm. that he would do a sleep out and adjust. It spread like wildfire around the world where everybody was doing it. Mm. So I think for all of our listeners that might think, oh, the CEO is so glamorous, they're not doing it to um, copy homelessness. Mm-mm. It's just to be different in order to raise money. And, and if you look at it, last year they raised, you were part of that, 26, over 26 million rand Hard cash.
4: Yep, the yeah, the biggest uh, biggest fundraising event ever achieved in South Africa. And
1: I, I'm, I heard from, from Sun International that over 38 million rand was raised via empathy. So people that were just supporting and awareness and everything that came from really? that. It was massive. So this year they're aiming wow. for 40 million hard cash. And and obviously all the awareness that comes around it with the sympathy sleep outs and the school sleep outs will be much bigger than that. Huge. In yeah. your own mind...
4: Do you believe that the CEO sleep art can change perceptions in South Africa? So look, you know, I guess there's there's no doubt that it can change the way you think. Um, But in order to change perceptions in anything, one really needs to live that experience, Um, and that's why I'm pretty proud that my incredible team of of employees will be, will be sleeping out on the rooftop with me. Um, having said that, I can't really understand what it's like to be a homeless person. I don't think any of us could, um, until you're really in that situation. Mm. But based on my experience last year, I can certainly empathize with a homeless person. And again, you know, this was something that I commented on previously, but I always used to drive past a homeless person and ask myself why they don't get a laugh, go, go out there and get a job, stop being a beggar. And, and I guess I was pretty naive to, to what was really going on in their, their own brains. Um, and you know, through the CEO sleepout and sleeping on the floor, etc., it was really in that moment that I had a little bit of a of a, a eureka moment, um, because it, it was it was at that point that I understood how once you become a homeless guy, it's almost impossible to get out of it. And the reason behind that is, you know, people get employed through interviews, yeah. and in order to become in order to pitch up at an interview, there's certain things you need to do. So I kind of painted this picture in my head, you know, if I was a homeless guy, what would it be like? And I was like, okay, so I slept on a hard block of ice last night and I got limited sleep. I didn't have a place to shower or bath. I had to keep one eye open when I was sleeping in the felt because now I didn't know if I was going to get robbed or mugged or killed. I don't have a place to store my bag and my blankets or any personal belongings. And I mean, I guess at the end of that, I don't have a phone. I don't have a car. Now I've got to go for some sort of interview. Actually, I'm doomed. Yeah. Um, and I think that was the hard-hitting point for me. Um, and that sort of changed the way that I looked at homeless people every time I went past them again. It does. It does. It changes perceptions. One of the things that all the CEOs have said and it reiterates is that it's what
1: happens after the night. So when you get back to your companies and you're telling your stories and you're taking whatever you've learned during this experience and you're feeding it into your own communities, that's when the real change happens. It's after the night.
4: Correct. Absolutely. Because, I mean, then you've had the, you know, you've, 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 as I said earlier, you've, you've overcome the fun and the glamour and the glory and you've actually now had to sit down and the lights go out and it's quiet and there's no more music and there's no more anything. It's just you, a couple of bonfires and, uh, you know, a lot of thought. Yep. So, uh, no, it, it definitely changes, changes the way you think. I'm excited to be part of uh, the CEO sleepout. If you
1: guys want to register, it's pretty simple. www.the CEO sleep Z dot I've been doing this quite often. <laughs> I can say it in my sleep. If you have one thing to
4: say to the corporates out there that are sort of thinking about should they get involved or shouldn't they, what would you say? So look, I think, you know, we're having a pretty rough time in South Africa at the moment. Uh, politically we've got our own challenges, the rand's being hit for six uh, through macro macro issues that that are beyond our sort of control. And I think I'd like to do two things. So to the employees of companies, um, you know, your CEOs have the power to influence by coming together in unity. I think that this sleepout will give them an opportunity, and I urge you to push them towards this good cause. And then I think to corporate South Africa, you know, you'll know, you not often find a platform where you can talk to youth and masses uh, like we will be able to in this specific day and ultimately participate in South Africa's biggest CEO debate ultimately um, but it will also give you an opportunity to think about your business strategies whilst at the same time really understanding the homeless plot and uh, so yeah get involved it, it's 28 july and it's uh, going to be an exciting night i'm excited because it's it's
1: and i can actually feed off your passion it's like-minded people that right. actually want to help SARS, which is quite exciting um, it's been amazing having you on the show it's good to see you i'm going to kick you out of the studio now because we're going to put andy in um, and then you and i will catch up
4: before you go
1: oh wait we had one more special request
4: <laughs> i i uh, i forgot my mother's birthday yesterday <laughs> and that's like a sin i've just had so much going on recently so mom big happy birthday love you lots thanks for being an awesome mom and a great grandmother and uh i hope you had a great day yesterday we love it's you
1: mom. Okay, mom we love you mom <laughs> this is the good stuff
0: Cool, and when I finally got sober, felt 10 years older. But it it was something to do. I'm living out in LA, I drive a sports car just to prove I'm a real big baller. Cause I made a million dollars and I spend it on girls and shoes. But you don't want to be high like me, never really knowing why like me. You don't ever want to step off that road. And be all alone. And you don't wanna ride the bus like this. Never know who to trust like this. You don't wanna be stuck up on that stage singing. Stuck up on that stage singing. Oh.
1: I don't know why I played that. But you can sing, eh? Yeah?
2: I like
0: it. And it's I can very, actually.
1: It's very it's sad. sad.
2: Yes, and it's the original one. It's very sad.
1: And the other one is like this club hopping I took a pill in a yo. No, no,
2: no, no. And then he actually sings it, it's, it's about depression.
0: Really?
1: Who already blew yeah. his shot. Wow, okay. So that's Mike Posner. He was something at some stage and now he's a little bit sad. Uh, we hope that he feels better after writing <laughs> this song. We appreciate your song. Thank you, Mike Posner. Um, all right, back to the good stuff. No sad songs. Uh We're all about incredible interviews and we've interviewed Andy before, but we were just talking during that very sad song about how it's progressed. www.forgood.co.za is... I mean, one of the most epic things in South Africa, I believe. Um, It's like a dating site for charities, and it literally matches either goods, money, or time.
3: Skills. Skills. Yeah. Time. That's hey, kind of what we Andy. focus on. I know. It's good to be back, Brett. Welcome back to the good stuff. Thanks, it's man. great to have you here. You have lovely ladies now. I think well,
1: there was only one. <laughs> <you last time. laughs> there was one, but our other lovely lady is an intern. She's so she's slimy. she's oh. she's shadowing she's today. Still at school.
3: She's still at school. We're going to put on air in a little bit. We're going to make her sing. <laughs> I reckon She's we like, should. Uh, no. I reckon we should make her volunteer live.
1: I mean, I think maybe she should volunteer yeah. live. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> She's like, what the
3: hell are you getting what me just into? Happened? Don't you do life orientation? Um, and I think you have to put at volunteer school. hours in for, for LO. We never did LO. No, we didn't have that. at we, we were too in. old for that. It was
1: like woodworking. Also, our yeah. schools were not that great. I've done, I've done a couple of talks at schools recently. And they do you know that schools now have auditoriums? It yes. looks like a cinema. Yeah. When I was at school, you used to sit on the cold floor in the hall. Yes. While in your little overhead
0: projector, or the (laughs) overhead projector,
1: now they've got like digital screens and LEDs, and anyway, we're getting off points. Um, So, for good is an incredible website. (laughs) I am a big advocate for them because I believe what they really do is make giving back really easy. Um, You've done a couple of cool campaigns that we might have time to. touch on uh, i support you guys you're all over my website i keep you there because i believe Thanks, in, the, in the good stuff that you're doing but what has happened since you were last in studio tell us a little bit more about today. yeah
3: so uh, there's been a couple of things um i think like you know i don't want to be a boastful guy but <laughs> i think we might be the biggest volunteer matching service in the country by now um, i, I don 't know of many others, but we are now, so when we first chatted, that would have been just after we relaunched the platform uh January last year, so we 're about what a year and a half about past that so we 're placing almost eighty volunteers a week now, Wow. Which is pretty cool That's a lot um, So that's connections between people who want to give back and causes who have some kind of very specific need uh, The counter on the homepage is around 2,500 connections That's actually around 3,500 because there's one particular one we aren't counting yet um, So it's been a bit of a rocket ship um, And then kind of the big thing behind it that we tatted about previously was this idea to try and unlock It's it's a really douchey corporate word but human capital um, And try and scale this thing by instead of you know, buying these people via advertising by rolling this out inside corporates mm-hmm. across South Africa. Um, and so I suppose that the really, really good news is that we now have six corporates who are running this platform, all fairly early stage. And I don't have permission to say who they are, but I can say we're well, well represented in, uh, telecommunications, yes. uh, <laughs> hotels, <laughs> retail. <laughs> This, Insurance. This is this is <laughs> like
1: a good game of charades. <laughs> Thirty seconds. There we go. Um, that's incredibly impressive. And it, you know, it's you you can be boastful because it's not you boasting about anything other than good news. And it's it's people that are doing good and being effective, active citizens. What is what is the best way for South Africans to become active citizens? To
3: be to to actually action, the change? Well, I think it's it's just to get started. And that's why I love that metaphor of online dating for the social sector. Because it really is hard. And we we chatted about this previously, is that there are a lot of people here that want to give back in some way, but they just don't know know where to start. They don't know how. They don't know where to start. And so this is this idea of coming on. And I mean, we now have active at this point in time over 900 different opportunities that have been loaded by causes, so they're relevant. And that excludes that cool offer feature we have where you can write down anything that you're passionate about, and we match it out to causes in your area. Um, and so I think what we've succeeded in doing so far is just becoming this channel. Um, where anyone, so, uh, South African citizens, corporates, people inside corporates, companies, other non-profits can find an easy way to get connected around the social giving space. It's, that's something
1: that I've learned in, in this. Chapter experience that I've been on is that people inherently want to do good, mm. but it's just that that step. It's yeah. the step that they're missing, and and for good is doing that. You guys are giving South Africans the step to be able to give back and, and, and a do lot of good. Corporates
2: as well are blind spending, yeah, and they don't know where their money's going. Yeah. Correct, correct,
3: and they're missing out on all the skills, and that's great. So there's a cool exercise that I like doing, and I do this with all the pitches to corporates. It's just looking like on the site live at the last ten offers that got created, okay, yeah, because the kind of stuff that comes through there is just amazing. So the last ten offers that got created and this is all they're about jeez what three to five offers a day at the moment Um, so one person is volunteering skills as a transport administrator I mean how whack is that and how useful could it be if you have a charity that is involved in transporting food collecting food transporting people getting kids to school etc etc he has a doozy in electrical engineering specializing in heavy current. Um Wow. You have to you have to dig in and it's quite nice. He goes, I am an electrical engineer. I'm warm, humble and soft spoken. I love honesty and people and dedication. I'm also a huge football fan and I want to volunteer my engineering experience. Man, that's cool. And then it goes on. So human resources services, food, software and website development, um, old women and old men's clothing, administrative services, business management, motivational speaking, filmmaking. A stove, <laughs> so cool, and that and
1: that's real people posting real stuff live, like in the last whatever. That's the last ten causes that were posted, that's... which is unreal. What sort of trends do you see on on the website? What sort of stuff
3: do you see happening that uh, you know in the past year and a half? So yes, I need to keep remembering to get our domain in there. So forgood.co.za, hopefully all your listeners are going Sorry, what, what was that? That was forgood.co.za. <laughs> we're, we're good at this. We did it last time. <laughs> so <laughs> some of the trends have actually been really, really interesting. Um, and there were a couple that we did not expect at all. Uh, so the first one is that people offer their time about 400% more than they offer goods donations. Four times more. That's a lot. Here's the real doozy, is that causes request goods about 400% more than they request time. So there's almost a complete mismatch about where the social sector is now in terms of, well, just give us money, give us goods, we'll do with it what we can. And what active citizens want is they actually want to be involved and there's some very, very good reasons for it. I mean, tough economic times means donating goods is hard. Yeah. Um, there's not a huge amount of trust when you just kind of dip your toe into the social sector. Yep. People like to build up relationships with charities. And then on the other side, charities are slowly waking up, and we, we are seeing the behavior change. But they're slowly waking up to how to manage volunteers. Because mm. volunteers aren't always the easiest. Yeah. They're kind of uh, love them and leave them, hump and dump kind of <laughs> things if you don't really control it. Exactly, um, and I there's nothing be- worse than someone rocking up and then just leaving. Yeah. that's that, I've I've worked with charities before as
1: well, and the, if you go to orphanages, the prime example, the little kids are so excited to see you because wow, new face, new friends, let's play. The older kids are just like, I can't,
3: yeah, Not I can't, again. I can't form a relationship with you, and then you walk away. I just can't do it. Yeah, and you keep walking away. And I, there's a lot of training on both sides of that equation to to get people to realize that you know when you know, let's say you want to, we had this this uh, happen the other day. Um, someone wanted to donate goods and they that had a team and they, they went to all this effort and some amazing goods. And then they, they got out and they didn't understand when the cause didn't want to let them directly to go see these orphans. It was orphans. Um, and that they wanted to sort through the goods. And you know, I think people start to understand that this isn't as easy a sector as no. they thought. You know, goods quality is usually terrible. That's why a cause has to sort orphans have been abandoned once and you're going to abandon them again when you come there for three hours exactly so there's a really not nice
2: understand the point like you can't be taking photos of them either yeah, yeah
3: there's all those legal issues okay so i mean
1: time is always of the
3: essence i need to know mandela day what do we do okay so you know this was so successful last year is i really want to do something on mandela day but i don't have a freaking clue what to do and where to start <laughs> so that's what we are we're that channel Um, So if you go to the homepage of today, right now, you'll see a big Mandela Day campaign. Click on that, and we're basically curating causes that want to work with people on Mandela Day because not all causes do. Not all causes want a 1,000 people rocking up and asking to pack sandwiches. Yeah. But there are very specific projects which our causes are starting to capture, which you can do. Um, so I think that is just the easiest way. Just take that first step. Get you or your company or your friends involved.
1: It's that simple. We want you to visit
3: www.forgood.co.za. Do you have any social media channels that people might follow? Yep, all over. It's uh, For Good SA on Twitter and ForGoodSA on uh On the book of face. The book of face. It's been incredible having you in the studio again. I'm going to push all of those things
1: online so that people can get hold of you and and sort of, I always, whenever you send me stuff, I post it out there because I think it's so important. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. It is really, you're phenomenal and, and you're making big differences in South Africa and easy for South Africans to get involved. Thanks Brent. Thanks guys. Absolutely amazing. This is the good stuff. I can't believe we've actually almost run out of time. It's like an hour just disappeared. Sad. This is the third hour I've been on radio now because I've Are been on since yet? this morning. I'm a little bit tired of hearing my own voice. We're not going to give you any airtime. I'm bringing you back uh, a little in tune. Um, I want to say two weeks
2: of holiday. She's definitely coming back.
1: You're coming back next week. <laughs> You've tuned into the good stuff on cliff central. If you want to catch up with any of the other podcasts, please go to cliffcentral.com Um, to, to download them all. Also goodthingsguy.com. We put everything up on there. Uh, I need to say this. You need to stay, we need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together and the only way we'll get through this together. This whole show, uh, everything I live for, everything I do, today, uh, my heart, my soul is all for Megan Skews. I absolutely love you. She works for me and she's going through a bit of a tough time. So I hope you were listening and I hope we inspired you a little bit. I'm going to leave you with this. Live beneath your means. Return everything you borrow. Stop blaming other people. Admit it when you have made a mistake. Give clothes not worn in three years to charity. Do something nice and try not to get caught. Listen more, talk less. Every day take a 30-minute walk. Be kind to people. Be kind to unkind people. Uh, Reread your favorite book. Be humble. Realize and accept that life isn't fair. Know when to keep your mouth shut. Go an entire day without criticizing anyone. Learn from your past. Plan for the future. Live in the present. Don't sweat the small stuff. Absolutely everything is the small stuff. That is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Have a terrific cheese. There.
0: This is Cliffcentral.com.